0: You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Click Lindsay. Click
1: Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today... We're going to be talking to Jake Larson about YouTube advertising. If you're wondering if your company should be utilizing YouTube advertising, if you're wondering if they're effective, guess what? We answer all those questions in today's interview. But before we get started and jump into talking to Mr. Jake Larson from Video Power Marketing, I wanted to tell everyone what's going on over at the Traffic and Leads membership site. You can find out more at TrafficAndLeadsMembership.com. a month we hold your hand through all of this online marketing jungle right I'm going to go ahead and call it a jungle because there are so many options and a lot of people get really overwhelmed and really confused but over at the traffic and leads membership we hold your hand through it and can help you so with that comes a private Facebook group of course that you can ask any question that you want as well as a whole bunch of free trainings from yours truly one click Lindsay so what's going on over there this week, we're hosting Google Analytics Week. Now, before you hit the snooze button, because I know you just fell asleep, Google Analytics is a really important part of your online marketing diet, right? Like you have to have Google Analytics installed if you're serious about utilizing online marketing. So what are we doing this week? Every day this week, I hop out to the group and give them little tips and tidbits on what they can do to start utilizing Google Analytics because if you know anything about Google Analytics, it can be really overwhelming. You get in there, there's these beautiful charts and graphs and words that you've never heard of, but if you were a member of my group, I would be walking you through that and you would be not as lost so make sure you get signed up today over at the traffic and leads membership.com let me tell you a little bit about jake Jake Larson is from Video Power Marketing, a video marketing agency that helps people basically run ads on YouTube. They're really successful and he gives us a lot of really cool secrets about YouTube marketing. He gives us a great case study and hopefully gives you guys some ideas on how you can dive in to this really awesome medium medium of paid ads, especially if you're successful on Facebook or maybe not. Maybe you should try YouTube if you like the camera. So Jake and I have a great conversation. I hope you all enjoy it. Let's welcome Jake. Hey Jake, welcome to the program. I'm so excited for you to share all of your YouTube secrets with us today.
0: Thanks for having me Lindsay. I'm excited too.
1: Sure. So I know you brought a case study and I'm really excited to hear about it. So I think we should just jump into that. Why don't I turn the time over to you? Let's dive in. Where can YouTube get small business owners today? Tell us.
0: Awesome. Well, the real value is, with with YouTube is the video aspect, right? Like people can see you, they can hear you. And if you do the video right, they can almost feel you. And so uh, what we notice is the, the, the views and the traffic and even the leads that come from YouTube in um, some of our cases, have out have been outperforming uh, the leads on Facebook, um, on on Google Display, a- and all those other types of networks. So, um, really, what it comes down to when you create any type of campaign, it c- it comes down to the audience who are you targeting. It comes down to the video, like or the message, what are you saying to the audience, and then like what are the results you're looking to achieve, whether that's a lead, a, a customer, or or whatnot. So. Um in terms of of YouTube ads, like we just kind of start like who do you want wanting to target? so with this one example, uh we have uh, a client that reached out to us. They had a bunch of videos um that were on YouTube, but they were just kind of sitting there right nothing was happening, and uh just like videos like your video just like your product is worthless unless people know about it and so they had these video assets and they had a great program in fact so they're they're a um they come up with like financial strategies to help you retire and build wealth.
1: Okay. And they can help anyone in the United States.
0: Yeah. I mean, and their demographic is, you know, older older people looking to retire and, okay. and build their financial strategies. So, like in the targeting, we were targeting like 35 plus, you know, 35, 45 plus uh, male and female re- looking to retire or interested in financial investment strategies. Okay. So that's that's the target demographic, and then we help them create a YouTube ad. So maybe we should talk about like the stereotype of a YouTube ad, because sometimes I tell people what we do, and they're like, oh, YouTube ads? like The ones you can skip after five seconds? It's like the most hated five seconds on the Internet, right? It's
1: true. Tell, <laughs> but, tell us about it. Yeah.
0: So there's a simple formula that you can use to um, segment and filter out your exact customer. So one of the cool things with YouTube – that's unique to the to the advertising platform is how they track their view, and this is different than Facebook. So a view, when you're paying for views, uh, it's pay, it's a pay per view model, and uh, you you get charged after somebody watches 30 seconds of the ad, or if they engage with it. So basically, if you have like a 60 second video, and somebody watches till 28, 29 seconds, and then skips it, you don't have to pay for that view. It's basically oh. Free branding up until that point.
1: Okay, so when we do skip a video after five seconds, no one's paying for that?
0: Nobody gets charged. Okay. And so so that that's how it works. Um and it's worked that it's worked that way ever since it started. And so you can really use that to your advantage. So what, what we did with, with these uh, with uh, this this client is we had them start started talking about like looking to build wealth and, and the problem that's that's happening in a lot of like other financial strategies. And so we we within the first 5 seconds we're already talking about building your wealth, you know, what can you do to retire? And so that way, if somebody's just not interested in that topic or that interest, like they'll skip the ad. And it's totally fine because we're not wasting our ad spend on those people. So it's a huge you can use your ad, your video to filter out your exact audience. And so what's nice about that, too, is like you get someone's attention right off the bat. And if after 30 seconds that they're still watching your video, they're most likely interested. Like they're 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 still watching it. They're not choosing to skip it. Right. They're still yeah, watching. 30
1: seconds sounds like a really long time. So to be specific, what did what is was the video doing like your standard giveaway? Was it call us? What what was the action yep. that your client was wanting them to do?
0: So the call to action is they have a uh, an online course where they can go and learn these financial strategies. Um, okay, and, and they, they have long- to opt
1: in. Is it free?
0: Yep, it's free. Name, okay. first name, last name, phone number, and email. That that's the form field. Okay. And so the opt in, they consume the content, and like the long term play, like the back end, is to get people on a uh, a free consultation where they can enroll them into their program, their high end program. Okay. And that's the strategy that we had. We, we create that video. We are targeting, uh, those specific audiences. And what's cool too with, with AdWords, that's kind of newer within the last six months is you can create custom audiences now, uh, or similar to audiences in AdWords, which is called, uh, custom audiences in Facebook where you upload your email list and it can create a similar to audience. So, that, that was one of the ways that we targeted. So we started running the ads, and um, we were averaging about a $15 cost per lead. Um, and so what was kind of fun is they, they were pretty good at uh, getting all the vendors together. They had, they, had a, they had a Facebook person there. They had us doing YouTube. They had a Google like uh, display and search. And every month we'd meet up, and we'd kind of review the numbers, like how many leads came from which source. And their number one metric that they were trying to measure that was like based on our success was our cost per lead. Okay. Who's getting us the best cost per lead?
1: And everyone was going to the same landing page or were the landing page mixed up? Were you all giving away the same offer?
0: It was all all the same offer. Uh, we had slightly different, like we had different URLs, but pretty much the same landing page.
1: Okay. And drum roll, please. Drum
0: roll, please. So YouTube was averaging about a $15 cost per lead. Facebook was getting like a $5 cost per lead. So it was okay. not YouTube, Facebook was crushing it. And their search was upwards of like an $80 cost per lead. So it was a yeah. little bit higher.
1: Yeah. A little. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. A little bit higher. And so, and so, uh, you know, we kept meeting month after month and, you know, we're trying to compete on, on the best cost per lead. And this is where I learned something valuable was when you only track your cost per lead, you're missing out on half the value leads. Don't necessarily translate into sales. It's a it's a step in the right direction, but really, you should be measuring the value of that lead, or how likely that that lead is to turn into a customer.
1: I felt like this was going to be the moral of your story. Okay, I'm listening.
0: Okay, so um, so then they released this other metric that we hadn't been that they'd been measuring on their end that we didn't have access to, but this was a marketing qualified lead. So basically. Leads are great. We want a good cost per lead. But are these leads sh- engaging with their content? Are they showing up to these sales calls? And so they broke down the percentage and they call it an MQL, a marketing qualified lead. Well, this is where like the we kind of learned the value of video and the value of YouTube. But 25% of the leads that came from YouTube were showing up to these phone calls. They were scheduling them and showing up compared to eight percent that were coming through Facebook.
1: Oh,
0: it was kind of funny. They were ta- we were talking to their sales team, and they loved the YouTube leads because they would actually show- they would sk- they'd schedule a call, they'd show up, and they already knew like the program, uh, who they were, and what they were looking for. So they were like, they were ready to go. These were like, buyers in heat; they're ready to go. Talking with their team, and us, like, why why is this? Why are why are the YouTube leads showing up? Like why are these just more likely to become buyers people are watching the video they're 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 spending a lot more time engaging with their content than just like a flash of a display ad or download post from from Facebook Facebook
1: that makes sense so let me ask you a few questions first of all so did they end up reallocating a bunch of ad spend over to YouTube ads and away from Google display and Facebook
0: yeah they've actually they've actually allocated their whole budget to YouTube right now
1: Okay. Because they just like the YouTube ads. Okay. Wow. So when you first said those looking to retire, I think kind of, I mean, I'm going to pretend that I'm not in marketing and I'm just going to be really stereotypical here. So I would assume people who are going to retire, they're not on YouTube watching videos. Like that seems a little more like for the younger generation. So how did you specifically target that market there on YouTube for like these older people that are looking to retire?
0: So that, I think that's a stereotype. I think when people generally think of YouTube, they think, oh, it's like full of cat videos and it's for kids and these you know, stupid blooper videos. But it's the second largest search engine in the, in the world. Like people go to YouTube to learn or to be educated. So everyone is on YouTube, both young and old. It doesn't matter who you are. So when we, when we layered in the targeting, we said there's specific interests and topics in YouTube where you can say, Hey, if anyone is interested in finance or retirement and YouTube knows this because it's owned by Google and they have this kind of search history on everyone, they know what you're searching for. Right. And so we just served up ads to to topics about financial planning uh, and interests uh, we served up ads to people who were interested, who were previously looking about investing in YouTube ads. And then one of the types of targeting that performed really well and still does was that similar to audience, where we uploaded their email list to AdWords, and it, create, it finds other people who are similar to their buyers or similar to their leads through Google's algorithm. They can uh, they can estimate who else would be interested in this type of content. And awesome. So that, that was one yeah. of the... How does that perform the
1: best, yeah, and um, in Facebook ads, and now, as you said in YouTube, like those are the most powerful audience because Facebook and YouTube, well, Google knows everything about us, so you upload a group of five hundred people instead of you trying to be like, yeah, they're all women, and they all kind of like jamba juice or whatever, like Facebook knows what people like behind the scenes that you would never ever guess, so they're able to create a really awesome lookalike audience. So that's really cool. So when you say you go in and you select interests to show your YouTube ad, is that what people does Google include their search algorithms? Like if you if I've searched on Google, or is it just people looking for finance videos on YouTube that it's considering?
0: So both. There, there's an article that came out a couple weeks ago, maybe it was about a month ago, um, that YouTube says they are now including people's search.
1: Dang!
0: The interest platforms. So I had make,
1: not heard that. That is really cool.
0: They're upping their game a little bit. They're upping their game. So um, it does both. It does based on their interest. Like if they're on Google and they're searching for like financial planning or they're on other websites that have to do with financial planning, they say, you know what, this person is interested in this topic, so we'll serve them your ad.
1: That's cool. Like regardless of what kind of video they're looking at YouTube, like maybe they are looking at a cat video on YouTube, but they did a Google search on financial planning when they were at work, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, they may be watching a cat video, but they, they were previously searching for investing strategies, and so they'll get served that ad because that person is interested or has shown interest in that topic.
1: That's kind of cool. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the ads themselves. So we've been doing a lot of comparing between Facebook and YouTube, and you came with the perfect case study because you put it out there that you were basically competing with the Facebook marketers, right? And I'm sure you do that a lot. But it seems to me, and probably for a lot of people in the audience, again, I'm going to pretend that I don't know, that it's way easier to make a display ad in Facebook and a quick landing page versus creating some sort of graphically intense video to display for YouTube. Tell me that the ads aren't that difficult, Jake.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, that that's a great point. Like, it's a lot easier to create an ad in Facebook or display than it is uh, on YouTube. But it's also, like, videos are not that hard. So, like, what with them, we came up with a simple 60-second concept, a script, and all he did was sit down in his office. There was a camera. He was mic'd up and just basically read the script through the teleprompter some people just have bullet points that they take he read the script took him 20 minutes to shoot that video and then we just overlaid like the video with like b-roll footage so we showed like you know charts going up and down and, like you can get stock footage or graphics and kind of slice that in between to make it uh, interesting and then all we did at the very end and i think this is critical when you create your video is Like you don't just want people to watch the video. The next step is to get them to click and go move on to the landing page. So I call it building the video around the click. After he was done around like the 42nd mark, we pop up a a clickable call to action. Uh, It's a YouTube annotation or you can use YouTube end screens they're called. And that allows the viewers to click. So after about 30 seconds, he builds the problem. He positions himself as the credible source and then he's like, "Hey, we've got a solution for you. It's this free online program that will give you the strategies." And then, boom, we pop up the clickable button, and that's how we drive. Like, that's how we drive the traffic to the site. So now, like, if you've made it past the thirty-second mark, you're still interested, or else you would have skipped the ad. Yeah. And you're educated, and then that click. I mean, you, it's like a seven to eight percent click-through rate. It's a high click-through rate once you they get through that ad.
1: I would imagine, okay, so tell me about retargeting now. So can I go back and retarget the people that watched twenty five seconds of my videos, or is there any retargeting capabilities out there?
0: Yes, yeah, so there's uh, there's two there's a couple like there's two main types of retargeting when it comes to YouTube is you can say you can say anyone who's been to the website and hasn't opted in, I want to show my ads to those people. Like whenever we create a campaign, that's like the eighty twenty. like we're gonna get the most results from that one. Uh, targeting group, the highest ROI from that remarketing list than any other type of targeting. So we start off with website remarketing and then you can even go a step beyond and say, anyone who's watched our YouTube videos, like you can link your YouTube channel up to your AdWords account. So they play really nicely with each other. And you can say, hey anyone who's seen a video but hasn't opted in, let's show them this video ad. So that way it's kind of like a it's like a warmer audience or people who've watched your videos and consumed them.
1: Right. You can get them like a step further down the funnel because they at least have heard of you. Now you can tell them a little more of the story.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: Fascinating. Okay. So if you were like in general, is there a better type of business that someone would do YouTube ads on? Or like if someone's running Facebook ads, would you pretty much wholeheartedly, of course, there's some ifs in there, but wholeheartedly be like, you should totally come over and try YouTube ads.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, our our filter for people that we want to work with, if you're interested in YouTube in general, like, should you do this is if you have a converting offer, like, do you have customers and, and is it working? And then two, uh, is, is, is Facebook working for you? Uh, or Google? Cause if those two platforms are working with you, you can like double down on your success on your results and just open up and bring in YouTube and pretty much get the same results. If, if, if Facebook is working for you, YouTube will work most likely work for you as well.
1: So would you recommend that we try out our offers first on Facebook to find the winning offer and then roll it over to YouTube then?
0: Um, I don't know about st- starting out. I started on YouTube. I have a bias towards YouTube because I like video. Uh, if Also, that's the other third filter is uh, if you have video right now, if you're using video in your marketing or advertising, okay, it, it's a no-brainer. I guess, yeah, I, I think if, if you were just starting out and didn't have any Videos, I would probably start on Facebook and see how that performs. If you have videos or a YouTube channel, it's a no-brainer to start with some YouTube ads because you already have those assets built up.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting. So let's talk a little bit about your company. Um, can you tell us – what do you guys do everything? Do you create – will you create everything for us? Uh, or do you just run the ads? Tell me what you guys do specifically.
0: We have two main two main things. We have our agency, and we go in and we do a complete kind of done for you, where we, we build out the video concept. We work with you to get it produced and edited, and then we run it to these audiences. And our incentive is to hit your cost per acquisition goal, your cost per lead, or your cost per customer. And if I mean. With some of these clients, we're able to spend, a for every dollar we spend on YouTube ads, we can generate $5 in sales. Wow. So when we find this campaign where we can spend a dollar and make $5, then we want to start spending as much as possible. Right. So from an agency side, we keep ourselves kind of uh, limited. We only have about 10 to 12 clients at a time, and we just take a, a management fee or a percentage of ad spend. Um, typically, our clients are spending between ten to fifty thousand dollars a month on YouTube ads, and okay. we like to hit their cost per acquisition and scale it up. Okay, um, so that's that's what we're really good at, and that's who we're, we're looking to serve. But then I also got a lot of people wanting to try YouTube ads that could, you know aren't able to start out spending ten thousand dollars a month. I totally get that, and I was the same way when I first started our, our agency. I was only spending $10 a day on YouTube ads. Okay. So with that, we, I've, we've created, a, we call it the Video Power Lab. It's basically our whole system and strategy that I've used to train our team, That I, our templates, our checklists, and our scripts, uh, video tutorials and trainings on how we set up and optimize a YouTube channel, how we set up the campaigns in AdWords, uh, how we optimize the campaigns to, to hit that return on ad spend goal. And we have that video power lab that's available. It's like a program, a course that you can go in and implement for yourself and for your company.
1: And what's that running today? Of course, you will change your price before this <laughs> right airs, but in general.
0: Four, right. Right now it's 497
1: Okay. That sounds pretty fair, Jake. Okay. Very cool. So as far as like minimum ad spend and stuff out there on YouTube, can you see results for, you know, the almighty $10 a day or not so much?
0: Yeah, you can. I mean, like I said, I started a couple of years ago spending ten dollars a day to see how how it's working. And once you f- see that it's working, you can increase that ad spend. Uh, we, we usually like to increase it by twenty percent every couple of days. But I would I would say, I mean, if if you're just starting out, I would just commit to like to ten to twenty dollars a day. And if you're able to hit your cost per lead, like, let's say, you know, what I want to generate leads for $5. Well, if you're spending $10 a day, you know, you should be able to get at least two leads that day if you're doing something right.
1: Correct. Okay. So is that where you generate all of your client base for video power marketing is through YouTube ads?
0: Yeah, majority. I got to say 80 to 90% of our our ad spend is allocated on YouTube. We have been doing a, a little bit more of Facebook ads, Facebook video ads. And I've been getting great results there. Um, I'm not against Facebook. I think it's a great advertising platform, and it works. It works well. So I think you got to be in both places.
1: That makes sense. Okay, cool. Anything else that you want to teach us, or that we need to know? If I should we just go, and if we already have a YouTube channel, we just go and hit like create an ad. Let's roll. Anything else we need to know before we go waste money doing that?
0: <laughs> Before you invest money, not waste.
1: Well, money. <laughs> it would be wasting money if we're just crazily like clicking and hitting right. go, right?
0: Here, here's the advice I'd give: is give it like a two to three month like go ahead. Sometimes, like I can see sometimes people like would spend ten dollars on one day and they didn't get any leads and just throw their arms up in the air. Or, you know what? Oh, this doesn't work. It's it's just not working. This is what we do when we when we bring on a client. We create at least ten campaigns with. Uh, with their video ad, and we target different interest audiences, topics, keywords, similar to audiences. So we've got about 10 campaigns running. And the reality is 80% of them are going to fail. 80% of them won't hit your cost per lead. I love that. Don't get frustrated when you, when you create a campaign and it's not working after a week, like that will happen. It's and don't get frustrated because the campaigns aren't working, but like stick with it. Keep tweaking your headline, your thumbnail image, or, or the intro of the video. Like, Just test different things, and eventually it's going to stick and it's going to work.
1: Love it. As is with online marketing. Jake brings up an excellent point. Even those of us who are very uh, experienced in marketing, Jake runs tons and tons of ads, but still, as he said, you know, 80% of his aren't the winner. They're not hitting it out of the ballpark. That's just how online marketing is With these, when you're doing Facebook ads or YouTube ads or any kind of ad. That's just a really powerful lesson. So before I let you go, Jake, I'm going to turn the time back over to you to, again, tell us where to find you, anything else you want us to know before I let you go today.
0: Yeah. If you're interested in this or anything that we talked about, go check out our website, videopower.com. Uh, We've got a lot of free resources, some free courses on there, as well as our products and and some of our our services. And whatever stage you're in, you're going to get some good stuff from there.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the show today, Jake. Thanks for having me. There you have it, folks. Another really great interview. I hope you really enjoyed it and learned a little bit about YouTube marketing. So it's always changing out there on YouTube. They're trying to catch up with Facebook and be as completely awesome as Facebook marketing is. And I think they're going to do it. I mean, it is Google after all, right? So I hope you enjoyed that interview. Quickly, before we go, if you like the podcast, which I know you do because you're still listening, please hop out to iTunes and give us a nice review if you like it, or hey, if you don't really like it, you can email me and tell me what we can do better, but I know you love it. And again, don't forget to check out the traffic and leads membership.com. or guess what, folks? If you don't want to do this online marketing stuff yourself and you want real professionals to help you, professionals that have done this for many, many years and are on the forefront of all this online traffic and leads making... Make sure you contact me, OneClickLindsay, at info at OneClickLindsay.com or check out our website at TrafficAndLeads.com. Thanks for listening and we will catch you guys next time.